Hey guys, I am so glad you're joining me today for this four-part series. Today we're discussing part two of breaking down those invisible fences. And this is a big one that I think so many of us struggle with, and that is our past. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hi, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie, and I am really happy that you are joining me today for the second part of a four-part series on breaking down invisible fences. What are invisible fences? Well, invisible fences are those invisible barriers that we build up around us that keep us confined to a small space, right? And what it does is it stops us from pursuing God's plan for us, right? His bigger plan for us. And what I want to do in this series is talk about four common ones that I think many of us struggle with. The first one was our limiting belief system. If you haven't listened to the last podcast before this, please do so because I talk about limiting beliefs and where they come from and how we can work to break those down. Um, The other three that I'm going to talk about is the past and regrets, which is today. And then I'm going to talk about narrative um, and fear. And so today I want to talk about a huge invisible fence, which is our past. Um, And what happens when we refuse to move past our past, right? I look at it in a way as our past being an old chapter, right? And we can't move on to the next because we keep rereading the last line of the old chapter and we don't turn the page to progress to the rest of the story. And when we get stuck in the past, what happens is, um, you know, we kind of cheat ourselves from all the surprises that life has waiting for us, right? That God has in store for us. And although if you think about it, we cannot get physically stuck in the past because it's gone, right? Like the last moment is gone. But what happens is time marches on, but mentally and emotionally, we can get stuck. And that's how our invisible fences start to build up because it doesn't allow us to move past an unpleasant experience, right? Um, A difficult time, um, shame, regret, those things that um, are in our past that we can't change, right? Start to dictate our future. Um, And you you can almost tie this into limiting beliefs as well because... What happens is, you know, if you live in the past and you're holding on to limiting beliefs as well, right? What happens is that you're staying stuck in the past and you're building up these emotional and mental blocks and you don't think that you can live another way. Those mental and emotional blocks end up controlling the way you think, which in turn controls your actions, And if you have an unhealthy connection to the past, it becomes a hindrance, right? It's very limiting because our past can also shape our choices and not always in a good way, right? Um, Now, we can use our past as a learning tool to do better and to move us forward and progress because when you think about it, when you have something in your past that has been traumatic or has really been a turning point for you, you can use that 
as um, a stepping block to move forward, right? Like everything can be used in either a negative or positive way because we should come out wiser. But unfortunately, too often we don't use it in the way that our past, I think, is meant to be used. And we get stuck and looking back and staying inside that fence instead of stepping forward. Recently, I did a Bible study on Lot's wife, which you can actually listen to in the podcast um, or watch on my website, faithcoffeeandakid.com. And this particular Bible study really struck me in the sense of how Lot's wife was so relatable, okay? To me personally, and I think to um, a lot of other women and just people in general, right? Lot's wife looked back, even though she was literally being led away by the hand into a new, safe, spacious place. But she looked back, and we don't know why, but we know basically she was trying to capture that one last glance that turned out to be fatal, right? It turned her into a pillar of stone, leaving her immobile, unable to move forward, and take hold of what God had in store for her, right? Instead, she became stuck. And here's the thing. We can criticize Lot's wife for looking back when she clearly, you know, shouldn't have disobeyed God. But how many of us have done the same thing, right? A lot of us are like Lot's wife, living like pillars of salt behind our invisible fences, unable to move because we're trying to, you know, hold on to the past or get that last glimpse of the past. And all it does is keep us immobile, right, from moving forward. Sometimes we let our guilt or regret from the past experiences stop us from accepting God's grace and forgiveness to move forward into this new and spacious place that he has for us. You know, one of the things that I have found with working with um, single moms, for example, um, you know, or talking with them is if I talk to a single mom who really is struggling with moving forward, and it can be years later, right? Like from a divorce or a separation. I mean, it can literally be like five to 10 years later. The one thing that I have found is that they are staying stuck in the past, right? They cannot move past the hurt, um, the loss, the regrets. They cannot move past that, the anger, right? And they stay stuck. Even though divorce is over, I mean, life has moved on. Maybe the other person is like in another relationship or married or whatever the case may be, but they're still holding on to that past. And what happens is what they're doing is they're hurting themselves, right? Because instead of stepping into a new season, making peace, closing that chapter, they're keeping themselves limited. That's their invisible fence that they're building up and they're keeping themselves behind that small space. And inadvertently, they're also keeping their family there, right? Because if you have children and you're stuck in the past in this position, we're just using this example, um, what happens is it affects them, right? Because your focus only goes within that fence. It only, you can't see past, you know, what has happened so that you um, are not healing. And in that 
you're not healing your children. You're not healing your family. You're not building something new, right? You're not changing the structure um, and adapting to it in a way that is healthy and that is new. And so now on the flip side of that, the women that I've talked to who are single parents, who actually did move forward, who closed the chapter and fully embraced walking into that new season, those women are flourishing, okay? They're actually being um, put into situations that are different than they ever expected. They built new businesses. They've reached out and helped other moms. They're doing like amazing things. If you attended my Single Moms of Faith conference, you would have heard that testimony over and over again, right? But it all comes from moving forward, right? That they trusted in the plan that God had for them and they broke the chains of the past. Now, I'm not saying that it happens overnight and we're gonna talk about how you know you can work through um, going forward, right? And closing those chapters. But those who trusted in God's plan, who trusted in the bigger picture, who was able to move past that fence, they are flourishing. And so, you know, because here's the thing, if you set your focus on the past, your vision is limited, right? And you were not created to be limited. I want to take this back to scripture because I think anytime we're dealing with invisible fences or are struggling with something, we need to take it back to the truth. And I wanted to bring up this scripture, which is really one of my favorites, and it's Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Remember not the former things, nor consider things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do not, do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts. Wow. Like I think that scripture, anytime you are feeling like you're stuck in the past, I swear, please keep reading this. Keep reading Isaiah 43, 18, 19, because we are being told, listen, let go of the former things, right? Because until you do your vision, like I mentioned before, it's going to be out of focus and you cannot perceive, right? And perceive means to become aware of or conscious of something. You cannot be aware. You cannot perceive what God is trying to do in your life because your perception is being tainted by your focus, which is not focused on God, but focused on the past, right? Regardless of what has happened, what wasteland that you've trudged through, no matter how bad it is, God will take you out of it. And if you recognize that, if you become aware of that, if you believe in that, if you have faith in that, then hear this, nothing is wasted, right? Nothing is wasted. No experience, no matter how difficult it is, how hurtful it is, you, if you use it appropriately, it makes your testimony stronger and you can have even more impact. You have more potential to do what God's plan is for you. You know, Luke 9, I believe it's 9, 6. It says, Jesus said to him, 9, 6, 2, I think. Yeah, 9, 6. Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back 
is fit for the kingdom of God. Wow, guys, think of this. Vision yourself on a tractor plowing your course. And as you're plowing it, right, it's laid out for you. You keep looking back. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to start swerving and you're going to go off a course, off of course, or you're going to wreck because your focus is not on what is ahead. Jesus said, you can't be fit for the kingdom if you're looking back. Uh, That pretty much says everything, right? Because God's will and plan for all of us, I don't care who you are, his will and plan for all of us, the ultimate plan is for us to build up the kingdom of God, right? Now, we may do that in different ways through our different gifts, through our different testimonies, experiences, whatever that may be. But the ultimate goal as a believer in Christ is to build up the kingdom of God. You cannot do that effectively behind your invisible fence because it is vast, right? And your invisible fence that you keep yourself behind is small. It doesn't fit who you are. So how do we do this? I have three steps um, that I want to give you. And I think that this is something that you have to work on consistently, right? Because here's the thing about the past. Um, If you've been living in it for a while, you're used to it. It's become a habit. And so it takes a moment for habits to break, right? Um, But I wanted to give you these three steps. Start with prayer. As always, as our first and foremost thing, we need to start with prayer and ask God to reveal what you need to let go of, right? Because sometimes we may not even know that we're not letting go of something. It's just that like, because we become so immune to it, right? Like we're so used to it that we may not be able to clearly see what we're doing and why we're doing it. So the first thing you want to do is always go in prayer and say like, you know, and you know when something's holding you back or you know when you're living in the past or you're holding on to regret and shame, ask God to reveal what it is to you. Because once you're aware of what it actually is, what is that sticking point from the past that's keeping you behind that fence, then you can start to work with it right? So asking him to reveal what you need to let go of, what chapter you need to close. Then step two is think about the lessons of that past that's holding you back, right? Because remember what I said, regardless of the wasteland that you went through, nothing is wasted. Take the lessons Ask God to reveal to you too, what lessons do I need to learn from this, right? Because then you can use that for your plan, for his plan for you rather. The third thing is give yourself grace, give yourself forgiveness, and give yourself permission to move forward, right? Stop holding yourself in bondage to something that God has either already forgiven you for, if it's something that you're regretting or you're ashamed of, let it go because he has, right? He has let it go. When we ask for forgiveness, he has let it go. When we accepted him, he has let our sins, he has forgiven us, right? And so if you need to make amends, I say absolutely do so, right? Um, 
you know, and that's something that you want to pray about as well. But those are the three things I think that are really crucial in helping us move forward. And and let me just say this as a side note. I also really encourage you to think about what is the cost of holding on to your past, right? What is it costing you? What dreams is it costing you? Um, what is... What, what think about all the prime space in your mind that holding on to the past holds on to so really think about the cost of holding on to the past because it's costly right again this isn't going to happen overnight it might it might but usually it doesn't right but this is something that you want to continually work on if this is one of your really big invisible fences that are so tall that you keep trying to break down that you can't. Um, because in reality, you are only in the now, right? The past does not exist. So don't allow yourself mentally to get last there, to get stuck there. Don't get stuck on that last page of the chapter that is supposed to have ended and miss out on the whole story. And remember, you don't have to do this alone. You have Jesus. And not only that, guess what? You're already equipped to do this. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation and the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You know, sometimes as Christians, we beat ourselves up for our past because of regrets, right? Things we were ashamed of. Um, what we considered like waste of time, you know? And when we do this, we don't fully step into the new creation we are. And that invisible fence doesn't have to exist anymore, right? Love the life God has given you by being fully present in the now and in the new things that he has in store. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope that it's helpful. And join me for part three of the series where I will talk about your narrative. And until then, I hope every day you're breaking away those invisible fences that are keeping you from your big, awesome life. I hope you enjoyed the second part of this series on breaking down those invisible fences. I hope you're taking a sledgehammer to anything that is holding you back to pursuing God's big, beautiful plan for your life. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please go over to iTunes, rate and review, and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks so much for tuning in to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid. 